You're listening to Swipe East, Swipe West, where we dive into the dating differences from coast to coast. I'm your host, Ashley Davis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Swipe East, Swipe West, the podcast focusing on the dating differences between the East and the West Coast. I'm your host, Ashley. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. Before we dive into the content, I just wanted to start off um, by stating that I stand with Black Lives Matter. I'm very saddened and upset with what happened with Dante Wright this weekend, especially in Minneapolis of all places and in the wake of the George Floyd trials. Um, I've been very active in the protests over the past almost, I mean, year really. And I really don't have any words to say that this continues to keep happening. It's very clear that some significant changes need to be made. So I just wanted to start off by saying that I didn't feel right diving into this week's episode without acknowledging the events of the weekend and what happened there. So I wanted to come out and say that first. So now switching gears, aside from that, obviously that was not that was not a good thing to happen. Aside from that, my weekend was definitely interesting and kind of stemming off of what Chelsea and I were talking about in last week's episode about meeting in real life. It's definitely starting to happen a lot more now that the vaccines are rolling out. I think Shot Girl Summer is coming out in full swing. I know my weekend, I had told my friends I was going to take a chill this weekend, relax. I was pretty busy the last couple of weeks. Of course, the complete opposite thing happens as it does when you make those statements out loud into the universe. So ended up going out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> Saturday went to, um, my friend invited me to a, a clubhouse meetup, which was interesting. Met some really cool people there. Um, and then Sunday, we went to, um, a friend and I went to an um, anti-racism, um, anti-Asian hate rally that my friend Ray Zaragoza was performing at. So we went to go see her. And then what was supposed to turn into no drinks after turned into one drink, turned into um, several. <laughs> so had a Sunday fun day there. Um, so that was fun. I heard someone say that it takes a few years to really adjust to LA and once you meet the right people, it's great. So I'm wondering, you know, maybe with people coming out more, it'll it will be easier to meet more people. I don't know, maybe this will be a cultural shift and more people will be open to it because I think this was the first time I've gone out in LA and actually met like a decent number of people. Albeit I was in group settings and more of event situations again, but but still I it was very different than what I'm used to. But Friday was definitely interesting. You know, I, I've said I've hated the dating apps. I think I still stand by that because I took a chance. I took a chance this weekend with a guy that I matched with on Bumble. He had just moved here from Texas and you know, I was like, oh, I'll be nice. Like, I know how it is when you're moving to a new city. You don't know anyone, um, as I've discussed before. And we were talking about roller skating. And he was like, I'm going to go buy skates. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Because roller skates are not cheap. You can get, you know, some inexpensive ones for around like $100 or so. Um, but then you have more expensive ones that can range up to $400, $800. Like they can, they can get pricey for really nice skates. 
So, you know, we're texting for a few days this week and then Friday comes and I tell him I'm skating with my friends. Like, does he want to come? Or, and if he doesn't have skates, just like come say hi and meet people. Because in the conversation, I was starting to pick up friendship vibes because I'm naive. So he comes to meet up with us with his dog. Within five minutes, he goes, I'm leaving and buying roller skates. We're like, all right, cool. He leaves for like an hour, comes back with skates. I cannot confirm the price of these skates, but they looked very nice. So I would guess that they were probably on the higher, like three to $400 scale, unless they were just very nice looking cheapo ones. Skates around for a bit, an interesting character. Probably the only person I've met that says he hates Chicago, so that should have been my first red flag. And then as we're departing, he asks for me to get a drink. So I was like, okay, I guess this is not just a friend hangout thing. I guess this is a date. (laughs) So we go downtown, have some drinks. Things are fine. Things are, you know, it's okay. It's like an okay time, I guess. Long story short, I don't want to get into too many details. My I'm not I don't try to air anyone's like super dirty laundry here, but it didn't end well. We had a bit of a disagreement, just weren't on the same page about something. You can take that as you want. And um told him to leave. Um departed we parted ways. Yeah, just didn't go well. And in this argument, he told me, you know, maybe we need to talk when you're sober because he wasn't pounding two beers for every drink that I had. So Clearly, you know, I'm in the wrong um, there. I was not happy with the situation. Nothing terrible happened, just to be clear. So I had some friends that were out in um, L.A. proper in Venice. So I immediately ordered an Uber, paid the like 60, 70 bucks to Venice and went to the Whaler, my favorite spot there. We ripped some tequila shots. And then after that, we went out to West Hollywood to a house party that some guy in Clubhouse invited my friend to, very LA. So when we got there, of course, as soon as we arrived, um, everyone was leaving because apparently the cops had come and shut it down, which was interesting um, that that was happening. So that was a pretty interesting time. Met some interesting people there. Um, and then from there, went and crashed our friend's place in Marina Del Rey and was up super late. So it made the best of the evening um, of what could have been, you know, not a great night. So thanks to my friends for cheering me up. Um, what's funny about this story is that, you know, I was expecting to not hear from him again, thought it would be a ghosting situation, which is something we're talking about today. And then I get a text like two days later, no apology no acknowledgement about anything just hey i'm gonna be skating with my dog at at the boardwalk want to come no sir no i don't want to come i did not answer i just could no like you you burned a bridge i'm sorry i don't care if he hears this on here like absolutely not and yeah i just let that lie and this is why i don't like dating apps people because you never know what you're gonna get and then you get stuck for me at least (laughs) So that's my that's my life update. Um, not the best update, I guess. I guess something funny that did happen was my friend and I got on an Uber this weekend at one point and my podcast started playing and I started freaking out that some random Uber driver was listening to my podcast. But then we realized it's because I plugged in my phone to charge and it just had started playing because I plugged in my phone. So then I was a little sad, but it's OK. It's OK. For that one moment, it was pretty funny. But um Yes. So that's the update. Now I'm alone, but this guy's alone with his new $400 skates and now he has to figure out a new hobby. So 
Anyways, stemming off of that, I ghosted him. And that's a perfect segue into the topic this week, which is flaking and ghosting. So it's something that happens everywhere, really, um, to probably most people, if not everyone, in some way, one way or another. But I definitely have noticed, um, in my opinion, it happening a bit more in LA, both with friends and relationships or dating. So I've invited two guys this week, actually, to share their perspective. So we're going to get a male perspective and a female perspective um, with me. So looking forward to discussing this topic and seeing how everyone's perceiving it and if they flake or they ghost and what's happening with each other. All right. And this week I have two special guests of my friend Ryan, who resides out in Philly, and then my friend Amit, who might be the flakiest person I know, who lives in LA. So very on brand. (laughs) So thanks both for joining. Thank you for having us. Glad to be here. Yeah. So I know you both um, know each other from South Jersey, but Amit, you, I know, kind of migrated your way over to the Los Angeles area. Yeah. So I actually moved to LA like four years ago. Before that, I was in New York for 10 years. Uh, But yeah, I grew up uh, in the main streets of suburban South Jersey (laughs) with my friend Ryan over here. Wow. South Jersey roots going strong. So, I mean, the main topic I want to talk about today is flaking and ghosting. So I want to first ask you both. I mean, Amit, you're a flake. Sorry. You showed up today, though. <laughs> so I'm impressed. I show up when it matters, Ash. You know, I don't like the whole being branded as a flake thing. Because I feel like I'm kind of batting a thousand, at least over the course of the last year. I mean, I will say you did show up for my birthday. So that was nice of you. You took me to dinner. That was very nice. That's right. You showed up that time. <laughs> but I, I want to know, like, how do you define, like, a flake? Like, what do you consider a flake? Is being a flake different than ghosting someone? What do you guys think of that in general before we go in more? I think ghosting is, like, flaking light. So... I think flaking is that next evolution of ghosting. So ghosting, you kind of... Really? I think the opposite. I think it's the complete opposite. I think it's way shittier to ghost somebody than to... Because flaking, like, you're still acknowledging that you're going to talk to the person. And that, like, ghosting, you're just like, I don't want to talk to this person again. And you just completely leave them hanging. But then wouldn't you say that flaking would be more inherent to leading someone on? No, I'd rather, I'd rather I'd rather die with hope. <laughs> wow. Wow. Rather die with hope. I don't know, man. I think the ghost thing's good because, like, in an ideal world, right, you kind of want, like, mutual separation or lack of communication. Yeah. When the person is still communicating with you and you're not responding, then that's ghosting. The flaking, though, means that you're still an option. The ghosting is just like, ah, that sucks. It's over. And you just never hear from the person again. I feel like there's, it's just like a lack of closure and kind of shitty. I don't know, man. I don't love living in the ambiguity. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've made my whole life there, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny is I feel it's funny that Ashley refers to me as a flake because I've definitely realized since I've moved to LA that I've 
become way more flakier. Like when I lived in New York, A, New York for as big of a city as it is, is very small. Like if you flake on somebody, somebody else is going to see you out. And like if you're flaking, like you better stay the fuck home. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody will see you out or something weird will happen. But I was always very good about keeping plans with friends in New York, even if you just go and stop by and see somebody for like an hour or so and then move on to the next thing, you can do that. Whereas in LA, I don't know, sometimes you just, somebody will be like, oh, let's do something. And it's over, you know, not to play up the cliche of like the traffic or whatever, but somebody will be like, oh, let's do something on Thursday. And then Thursday comes and they're like, all right, well, what are we doing? Oh, it's out in like West Hollywood. I'm like, I don't really feel like going there. So like, <laughs> Let me just, like, see how I can put this off. Um, So I think flaking, yeah, is sort of a weird thing that it's happened a lot more or I've become a lot more that way in L.A. than I ever was uh, living in New York. You know what's funny, Amit? I can actually kind of back that up. Uh, Tale of Two Cities, I've seen you evolve the flakiness since going to L.A. (laughs) Because we had a scenario, I want to say, it was probably a year before you moved out there. And you were kind enough. I was going up to New York hoping to hang out with you, but you weren't around. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sight unseen, you know, great guy, gave me his address, left his keys with his doorman, said, Ryan's going to be here. Please let him into the apartment. He's going to stay for the weekend and have the time of his life. So full service, felt like a king. Uh, fast forward maybe a year later, Amit moves to L.A. I'm on a text chain with both... Amit and my good friend Adam, who had just had his baby, maybe all of four months old, if that. There's a freshie in there. On the text chain, month prior. Yeah, man, totally cool. Come stay at my place. Coming up week prior. Hey, Amit, looking forward to staying with you. See you soon. No answer. (laughs) Three days prior. Oh, no. Is it still cool if I stay at your place? No answer. <laughs> Side text from Adam, who had just had a baby. Hey, man, why don't you just stay at my place? I'm not sure where Amit is, so that's cool. And that was your transition from NYC gentleman to LA fleet. <laughs> Amit! I yeah, mean, that's what I'm talking I about. Know what the reason for that was. It's, it's the LA juice, man. It's just you're sipping too much of that water. I don't even know. That's wild. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> at least you. At least you own up to it. At least you know. Hey, man, you gotta own it. No, but I. I mean, I agree with you though, because I have tears. I'm, I'm laughing so hard. Um, I agree with you because I. I'm a huge. I mean, you both know me pretty well at this point. I'm a huge planner. My whole week is always planned out. But even like me moving here. I've flaked on some things sometimes too, for the same reasons as you said, Amit, like, because it Sunday rolls around, I had plans, maybe I'm a little hungover, and I have to drive an hour and a half to West Hollywood. And I'm just like, I cannot fathom driving in that traffic right now versus if maybe someone in Long Beach, where down the street was like, do you want to come over? I would do that because I can walk there in 10 minutes. So I like there's been times like that where I understand, but at least I reply. You know, a response is nice sometimes of it, you know. Yeah, no, I know. And like, <laughs> I think over the course of the last year, just it's weird because you always have your phone on you. And I actually become 
I know. Just of not having my phone near me at all times. But there's just some times where you just like, I'm just like, I just, I can't be in a conversation right now. Like I can't do the whole thing. So like you said, like when you're really hungover, like if I'm really hungover, like I'm going to just say some fuck shit. Like I'm not, and I'll look back, I'll be like, that wasn't even true. <laughs> Why did I say that? I'm learning a lot about you and how you operate now. So hey, I feel like. I, gotta, I, I, bring, I bring the brutal honesty for the pod, Ash. So. Wow, this is going to be pretty dangerous for your friendship moving forward. <laughs> I know. I don't know exactly how to play it now. So. Yeah. Oh, he's hungover. So margaritas next week on uh, Omit. So. Margaritas. Do it. I'm there every time. Batting a thousand yeah. on the frozen margarita invites. Yeah. But yeah, but I think um especially living I mean, what you said about New York makes sense, but even like more so in Philly, like Ryan, like that's where you are. It's I feel like it's based on what a minute was saying, it's even harder to flake in Philly because you just walk down the street, you're gonna run into that person you flaked on probably nine times out of ten. Yeah. I mean has that ever happened to you, Ashley? <laughs> No comment. Well, I don't really. Fl- I'm just kidding. I don't. I didn't really flake that much because I don't know. It was just. It's just not really in my personality, and be also because I. I always feel bad, and like I know that kind of stuff. Like I'm gonna run into them, and or I need some sort of excuse, or like to your, what you were saying again. Admit at, at the very least, I can like make multiple plans in a night because it's so much easier to get around. I can like see them and see someone else if I want to add other plans. So I feel like it was just also harder to flake in general there. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Uh, Philly's not obviously the, you know, giant city that LA is, I think as far as like layering, when you add distance into the equation, actually driving somewhere, my terms of being on campus in Philadelphia is all of like a three square mile radius around where I live in center city. So I'm going to run into this person at some point in time. There's only so many hot bars that we can go to. Whereas LA is just massive. So I feel like you have a better chance of maybe flaking or ghosting on someone over there and just never seeing them again in your life. Bro, you are like the mayor of Philadelphia. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably too. (laughs) Um, I actually have another layer to this question for both of you guys. Like, as you know, like, I don't ever do the dating app. So, like, if I make plans with somebody or if I'm going out with somebody, it's either like I've met them in person before or um, it's like friend of a friend or something like that. Do you guys just from like, you know, what's your experience with, you know, you've just talked to somebody called, you've never met them, you flake or ghost on them. Then if you have plans or is that like no bueno, like I feel like it would be easier to do that. By by knowing someone, you think yeah, it'd be easy. You're going in cold, like off like a hinge date or something. You just like either don't show up or you just like completely bail on them and then never talk to them again. Yeah, I think I think that's the whole premise of online dating, right? It turns like makes people disposable. Yeah. Uh, so you know, actually, a digital situation, but somewhat similar situation. One of my friends DM'd Ashley after she posted a story with one of her friends and then ended up never actually asking the girl out after Ashley kind of made some moves to kind of put the idea out in the air. What? Yep. Guess how happy I was about that. (laughs) 
give, all right, change the names, but make them rhyme and give me the story. <laughs> well, we'll tell you off. We'll tell you offline. I'll give you all the details. <laughs> oh, no, the listeners want to know. Just change, change the names. Just make <laughs> I, I can't. I got to protect the innocent here. <laughs> Law and order fan. <laughs> all right. But to that point, just the fact that it was more of a person-to-person connection gave a layer to me where I was giving mm-hmm. that person shit and saying, I don't know, man, it's not right. You A, you reached out, someone went out of their way to say, hey, I bet. Totally it's like if you referred someone to a job and then they just totally didn't contact the, the company afterwards. Like, what the fuck, man? And they don't show up for the interview. Yep. That's terrible. Wait, did your friend say something to you about it, Ash? I had like asked her about the situation because Ryan's friend kept getting mad that I was asking him about it. So she told me that like they like he kept saying he was gonna reach out to set up plans and then the dangers of social media, he would never ask her, but then like post on his story like out with Ryan, out with friends, and she was like, Okay, I guess he's like not asking uh, me out so and I took the liberty to share my thoughts with him about the situation and then call Ryan and further share my thoughts with him about the situation um so <laughs> yeah see, I couldn't do that I couldn't see I couldn't do that then you like then you owe something to your, like you owe something to your friend too it's not just the other person so well exactly and that's and that's what I said I was like you reached out to me and said, I'm interested. Can you set me up? And I like went out of my way, like on phone calls to like talk this guy up about how great he is, how fun he is. He's super cool, funny, like blah, blah, blah. And then like made the connection. And then the fact that he was like talking to her and telling her he's going to do something and then bails and like, she can see what he's doing. Like he posting on stories, like, you know, oh my God. <laughs> so that, yeah, that situation was annoying, but, um, I think to answer your other question, like with dating apps, I, I, I've personally, like, I don't know if either of you have, I mean, well, I guess I meant you said you don't really use the apps, but as far as like setting up dates, like I've never really committed to a date and flaked unless like I've genuinely had something come up. Um, just because like, I'll always have my classic panic attack and then my friends talk me into, I have to go because <laughs> I hate dating, but I just, I don't know. Like, I don't really go on that many dates in general, but I just feel like I like am obligated to go if I set up the date, unless like again, like I get sick or like something with work comes up. But like, will you reschedule, or you'll just like? I'll tr- I'll try and reschedule if I can, but like I I mean I try like in a normal world I travel a lot or things come up and sometimes mm-hmm. like three weeks will go by and just things like fizzle out. But I also feel like flaking is a little bit like more acceptable here because of the travel factor than in Philly. Yeah. For example, so like in Philly, I feel like sometimes you'll flake on a guy, and even if it's a genuine reason, a lot of times they just like sometimes they'll reschedule, but a lot of times they're just like over it. Whereas here, I've like flaked on guys, even like like one time I had a migraine, and I was just like, I can't drive an hour to the state, like I'm sick, and I like bailed um, for genuine reason, but he was like fine with it, and like still reaches out sometimes to like schedule, like didn't really care. You get, he schedules Benny Hanna with you. you want <laughs> no, that's just that's just you a bit. Uh, that's no. Right. So now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, you never get flaked on with a Benny Hanna invite. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a good call, though, Amit. I mean, 
you should do all your first dates at Benihana because no one would ever. <laughs> no, and then after, I mean, the thing about Benihana is a it's two dates because it's dinner and a show, and then if you take them <laughs> to Benihana, then you're guaranteed the third date. Benihana didn't pay for any sponsorships for this podcast. I just really <laughs> love it, but yeah. Right there with you. Yeah, huge Benihana fan where dinner is the show. <laughs> That's right. I've still never been there. I've never been oh to a Benihana. God. Oh, Ash, you're on the wrong apps. You're on the wrong Damn right. <laughs> you're on the wrong app. <laughs> Maybe I need to update my profile to say never been to Benihana, and that'll just change everything it's for me. Everything. You get a whole new class of individual up there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. So I know we've talked a lot about flaking, but what are your thoughts on ghosting? Hey, Have either of you... I think it's Ooh. the most disrespectful, rudest shit ever. I hate it. <laughs> At least cash for somebody. It's terrible. So you're okay. So you're okay with flaking, but if someone ghosts you, like you're out. Yeah. I just think it's like, it's something that I could never imagine doing. And it's just to me, the whole ghosting thing is crazy. Is that crazy to me after you've, if you've only been talking for like, a week or two and then whatever things just been like, oh, you don't talk again. Like that's fine. And I think that happens. But like, if you've talked to somebody for a while and you've been out like a few times and then it's just like, and even, or even more than a few times. And then people just like ghost. It's like, you go from talking like all day to then not at all. It's just like, that's weird as shit to me. Like, I don't know. I think some people just kind of have that on off switch where can do it. Um, but I think ghosting is like super disrespectful. I think for me, it depends on the situation. Sometimes if it's like, again, if it's on like a dating app and someone just like ghosts me and it's like pretty early on, I just don't really care because I like, don't know them. But I think sometimes it'll give you a clear answer. So I feel like to Ryan's point earlier, sometimes it gives you closure, but like, obviously it'd be nice if they would just like own up and be like, I'm not interested. Also. So, you know, Yeah. but sometimes, but sometimes I also ghost people if they like go crazy. Like if they just text me too much or like oh, okay. freak me out. Sometimes you got to do that. I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. I'm talking more of ghosting. I think it's like, I hate it. And I think it's disrespectful. If like, like I said, like you guys have established that a there's something there. Like B, you have some sort of connection, and you got like a chemistry. Like you go back and forth, and it's good, and talking conversation is good. And all of a sudden, it's just like, all right, so I guess we're just not going to talk anymore. Like that's it's wild to me. Well, it's it's great that it's varying degrees because I agree with that too. Like ghosting while messaging before meeting up. Totally, it, it's it's fine-ish, right? But to the further extreme, like, ghosting after you sleep with someone, then you're just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different scenario. Totally. Totally. There are, there are different degrees to it. And I guess, like, I don't know. I think it's interesting because I do think that guys are more affected by ghosting. And this is just complete assumption. Just, I think that guys would be more affected by ghosting than girls would just because like the male ego is like so fragile. Right. And it's like, it's almost like a personal affront. Right. Like when I say like, it's disrespectful, like it feels like a sign of disrespect. And that might just be an ego thing talking or it's just like, 
damn, like I thought I was really on right now. Like, <laughs> um, that's that's super. That sucks. Um, where I'm curious, like, do girls take it that way, or are they just like, ah, all guys are shit? I think it depends on the girl, and it depends on the situation you're in. Like, I, I, I feel like when I was younger and also way more insecure. It definitely affected me a lot more. Like I would like freak out and be like, what did I do? Like, is it me? And I would get really upset. But now that I'm a bit older and I've been with more people in whatever capacity, I've kind of like used to it <laughs> at this point, especially because I uh, am around fuckboys a lot, <laughs> for lack of a better term. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, whatever. But I feel like if I'm invested in someone and I like them and they just ghost me and we've been like seeing each other or hanging out for a long time. Like that's when I'll it'll bother me yeah. the most, um, and I think it's less for me of like that's the thing that gets to me. Yeah, and I think it's even less of an insecurity thing of what you said. Like it's just rude. Like I'm like you could owe me at least an explanation or something, or even like I mean this is a little bit different, but even like this one guy I was talking to on Bumble around Thanksgiving. This was still early on, but he was just like going a little ham and was sending me like uh, sexy texts and shirtless photos. And I was like, okay, this is like escalating quick. And then all of a sudden he uh, just stopped talking to me like out of the blue. And I was just like, okay, like that's weird. And then uh, I like looked up and he had like moved to Chicago, but like just didn't even tell me like he moved to Chicago. And I was just like, okay. Like I didn't care. Like it didn't like bother me. It was a food city though. So you think maybe guy like, (laughs) Put on a little bit. He was like, I I can't with the I can't with the shirtless face no more. I'm, like, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, maybe he sent maybe he sent me an old photo. I don't know. I don't know but... man. My man's got to keep his pizza and some Italian beef. He was just like, shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but but yeah, but like you could just say like again, it didn't bother me as much because I like I said I wasn't like inv- really invested. Like I hadn't even like met the kid, which is also why I was like, why are you sending me these photos? But it was just kind of like, why would you like send this random girl like all this stuff and then like just stop responding? Like you could just be like, hey, I moved to Chicago. Like bye. So like, I don't know. I guess question on a question there. Like, <laughs> is the goal of said like i can't ever picture doing that like doing this the My, i don't send photos i don't know like so. doing like the shirtless pics like before <laughs> before you even meet somebody because that's like a level i know of that's a level of i don't give a fuck that i aspire <laughs> to right but what's the goal with that like is it to like skip a step like <laughs> you know like after dinner so it's like you already see what you're working with like <laughs> I don't know. I I actually like made a comment about it because he kept like saying stuff and I just like was not really engaging because I was like the same thing as you. I'm like, I don't know you at all. Like you could be a fake person. Like, you know, like this is very bizarre. And he was like, I just like flirting with you. I'm like, this is flirting. Like this is like really fucking aggressive, dude. Like, And then he just like dipped out of the state also. So I'm really glad I didn't do anything. Like I don't want that floating around the internet. I don't want that dude on the streets of Philadelphia either. <laughs> yeah. just, fishing. Thing, right? just going fishing, trying to get some nudes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't. He did not receive. Just to confirm, because I know that. Like, um, but, but, take her to Benihana yeah. first. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never got my Benihana trip. That is so weird, though. Like, 
just someone having i mean that is the most legitimate excuse you can actually give someone and it's like not a hurt feeling type of scenario where it's like oh i moved yeah that that's, that's what i'm saying like but and maybe he felt because like he doesn't he never really like we never met he doesn't know me he didn't owe me anything but like you're sending me half naked pictures like and s- sending me some things that i don't i don't know maybe it's just maybe that's just his personality like for me like i don't like i never even sent that to my ex-boyfriend like of almost two years like you know what i mean like i don't it just could be differences in people but i think it's super interesting that you said guys egos are fragile because that made me smile a little bit <laughs> i mean hey it's true like <laughs> No, I've I've got a huge ego and it definitely hurts. I mean, you know, I think what you're you're both kind of pointing towards is like, it's really the lack of like no closure, not knowing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who did I lose out to? Or what was the scenario? Did I lose? Yeah. On that note, though, when I see the girl pull up with like, you see it on social media, if you're like brave enough to keep following them or whatever, or dumb enough to keep following them, I guess. And you see them uh, the word creepy, creepy. Yeah, that's it. Whatever. <laughs> but you see them pull up with another dude, and the dude is just like, yo, come on, seriously. Like, I know, like, I know I have more to offer than homeboy over here. But then it could it makes you think though, it's just like part of you feels good about it because you're just like, ah, oh, yes, I win still. But then a part of it's just like Damn, she just like really is out here liking dudes that aren't shit. Like, what is that? No, and I mean, admit, I, you know, it crosses every, every guy's head. You're just kind of like, I, I guess he's really funny. <laughs> but I'm funny too. <laughs> Someone might have beat you out though. Damn, man. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there is one good thing about ghosting that person will always be your boo. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. Not over. You can't go any further. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw a bad joke in. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm dead. Ah, uh, get it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I tried. Love um, it. Um, admit though, I just because you lived on both coasts, like I know you were talking about, like flaking as like a per a person in general, and how you've made that transition for better or for worse um for worse but (laughs) um as far as like dating girls like you've dated girls on both coasts like do you notice like a drastic difference in like flakiness with dating and like ghosting with dating because i mean i definitely have as far as like the flakiness for sure with guys i'm interested like with girls so it's interesting i don't know if it's a i don't know if it's a factor of age or location like maybe it's just because like now i'm dating girls like in their 30s whereas like when i was in new york i was well, dating some girls in their 30s but like girls in their 20s like to be fair i'm in my 30s now right so like new york was you know four or five years ago I lived there for 10 years so now it feels like you know on both sides me or the girl like it's some of them are more direct As in just like, hey, like we've gone out a few times. I don't really see this working. I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to keep paying for dinner. So, (laughs) um, you know, so I think there's that element to it. Um, In terms of flakiness and ghosting in general, I see that obviously a lot more out here, you know, because New York for me was a very 
And again, I didn't do the dating app thing. So New York was very much more of just like, you know, circles of friends. So people knew people. It might have been harder to do that. But just even in terms of my friends, you know, I didn't hear about a lot of them getting ghosted out in New York. Like, damn, this girl just never talked to me again. Like, it was always more of a like, oh, yeah, we should meet up. Oh, my schedule is crazy. Like, how about next week? And people kick the can down the road till like the can's in the gutter. And like, you just don't got to worry about it anymore. Right. So it would always fizzle out more in New York. Uh, here, people are liable to just be like, I'm not talking to that person ever again. Okay. So it's interesting that it is like, on both sides, like guys and girls are both kind of flaky out here. Yeah, exactly. for sure. For sure. Way more likely to ghost out here. Really? Yeah. Because I've, def- I've definitely experienced more flakiness than ghosting. Interesting. Yeah. No, so I think far. Like the, you just kind of, I don't know, It's people are like, it's LA, it's pretty expansive. I really don't ever have to see that person again in my life and we'll just go about our lives. I get that. I get that vibe out here more that that happens more out here than it does uh, back in New York. Hey, man, out of curiosity. So as far as, you know, dating or like mini courting, whatever you want to call it, would you say you've kept more women on as friends on the East Coast post dating than on the left coast? Like, what do you mean kept them on as friends? Like, just... Still kept in touch with just because you figure you're going to see them around regardless. Uh, yeah, on the on the East Coast, definitely. Like I still talk to you know I'll I'll, I'll still talk to to people from the East Coast and still keep those friends um, out here. Yeah, I mean it seems like it's a lot more of just a like a like a cutoff. Like when you say cutoff, you mean like you're we're either dating or we're not. Yeah, I've I've felt that too with guys. I mean, you're one of like. I have some guy friends. I've started making more, but they're all like, mo- I have a couple from LA, but most are transplants. Like, obviously, you are from Jersey. Like, you're not from here. <laughs> so, wow, burn. Well, no, that was a good thing. That's what I meant. <laughs> no, to, to your current coast. It is my current oh, coast. Yeah. I there. <laughs> yeah. I know. Thanks, Ryan, for introducing us via Instagram DM. Hey. Anytime. I'm glad I had that long layer on my uh, way back from Asia so I could connect you to at Elefante. Elefante. Ryan made sure that he went to the most Instagrammable spot in the 45 minutes. I just wanted to fit in with the LA vibe, bro. <laughs> Three blocks from Benny Hanna. <laughs> I'll take you the one in Cherry Hill next time you're in town. Do you guys have anything else on ghosting, flaking you want to share? questions what do you prefer ash like as a woman like if it's going to be one or the other you know i guess circling it back to the beginning like you know the flaking like you can still have the conversation or whatever and i feel like you're still like it it's still an option for you two to go out there is a bit of like leading on because but people could be flaking because you know at the same time too just because you've gone out with somebody doesn't mean that you're exclusive to that person. And like, you should be expecting uh, people to be dating, you know, I think multiple people like in that courting stage. And so flaking could be a product of that too, but you're still like, I guess in the game, right. Or as ghost is just like, nah, you didn't make the team, you know? So what would, what do you prefer from the female perspective? For me, I would just prefer to be ghosted. I think, to be honest, because 
I just get annoyed when I get flaked on even like here still now, like there's certain people that I have, like some of my friends aren't flakes at all. I'll just say that it's not everyone. Um, but some of my people I know are just flaking in general. So like if they're my friend, I'm like, okay with it. I'm it. Cause I just know it's their personality. Um, but from a day, <laughs> from a day, Yep. <laughs> you showed up today. Um, but from a dating perspective, I would definitely prefer to be ghosted because I feel like at some point the flaking is going to lead to ghosting other anyway, whether it's from me or from them. Cause if, if it's not them ghosting me, I'm just going to get annoyed to the point where I'm just going to stop talking to them or like bitch them out. <laughs> Cause I'm so mad. Um, it's my Connecticut side. Um, but yeah, I'd rather just have like some sort of finite answer. And I think even if they're not physically telling it to me, like the, the ghosting in itself is telling it to me. And if they peek around the corner a few months later, I'm just going to not answer them. And then I'm ghosting them. You're going to ghost them back. Exactly. Karma's a bitch. Ooh. Circle back. <laughs> Karma's not just a club in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, you, you got to recycle. It's good for the environment. <laughs> but bad for dating. Totally agree. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter the other day that was like normalize not doing things because you just don't feel like it. And I'm like, or saying you don't want to do something because you just don't feel like it. Like, is that acceptable? Like, it doesn't mean that, like, I'm not your friend and I don't like you, but sometimes, like, I just don't feel like doing something. Like, is that normal like if somebody was just like i'm not really feeling it tonight would you take that as a personal front it depends on what it is how last minute it is and if i was like supposed to be going like just with you yeah um like if i was if it was like a group thing and you like couldn't go and you told me like you know a few hours in advance even that's fine but like i've had people bail on me like it was just me and them and we bought like a ticket for something oh, and they told me like at, at the last possible minute and i like can't find anyone else to go and like something like that i'll be pissed about yeah. but if you're like sick or you have like a legit reason like what how, what am i supposed to do like i can't like fault you for that maybe i'll be slightly annoyed but no morning of morning of like you have plans to go out on like a saturday and then like the afternoon and they're just like i just don't feel like doing anything today like if you give enough time yeah if it's something like that and i have enough time to like find alternative plans yeah. i think that's okay as long as you tell me too and just don't not respond omit <laughs> yo sometimes i'm not in a physical state to respond I've, I've learned that today so <laughs> Not my fault. I just want to always present. <laughs> I want to present the best version. Well, silence is compliance, man. You gotta. <laughs> you can't be. It's it's still part of the system. You gotta just get out there and say it. Say how you're feeling. Oh God, you're right. You're right. Honestly, this has been very helpful for me, guys. Thank you very much. Welcome to a mid therapy sure. session. Yeah, yeah. Free That's therapy an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Damn, shit worked. <laughs> cool, Ryan. What do you think? Day of uh, friend or dating? Both. Um, I think so. From a friend perspective, that's fine. Like it happens. Uh, I think, like you said, if you're 
kind of like reliant on like one individual for an experience like yeah that's kind of shitty but like yeah i mean if something comes up like we're all human things happen uh from a dating perspective i mean if something comes up totally fine and again i think it's more of that follow-up of hey work got busy or this happened and then i'm free this date or this date if you want to do a rain check it's fair it's all on how you package it True. True. It's true. Uh, you know, I know this is a swipe east, swipe west, but I will say from a travel dating experience, Midwestern girls, they flake on nothing. They are looking for new blood. So they, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, yeah. hold up. <laughs> First off, I've been your friend for going on like 20 years. So what is the travel dating experience? it is interesting it's you know it it sounds really great when you're going to like maybe somewhere more glamorous like like la on a regular basis but uh when you're when when your company's headquartered in uh evansville indiana (laughs) it's a whole different thing so are you doing the are you doing the game plan and like are you setting your your bumble location or your hinge location to like indiana and planning dates like for your trip oh no 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 this was i was on a regular regime there on a monthly basis gotcha okay i thought my man was like a planner planner. oh no no i have i do not have that much forethought that's not true (laughs) (laughs) living by the seat of my pants ash not an ass of mine Ash, have you ever done that? I haven't planned that far ahead, but I like when I travel, I mostly use the apps just to like ask for advice on local things to do. Like, I think I've only met up with. I met with a pretty girl on a dating app and it turned out that she just wanted some fucking travel recommendations. I would be upset i mean like yo yelp is free like (laughs) (laughs) this is bullshit well sometimes i find people that are traveling too like one time we went to my friends and i went to savannah for my friend's 30th birthday which i had no idea also was a freaking like party town bachelorette bachelor city it was like i was expecting like old town like chill it was like out of control so much fun and I matched with some guy who happened to be on a bachelor party from Florida. So we ended up like meeting up with like this bachelor party and had like so much fun with them. So sometimes you just never know. But yeah, I ask for recommendations for like bars and then they'll tell me which one they're going to. And I just don't go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You don't even try to meet up. That's next, no, because that's next level ghosting. <laughs> like you're actively Yeah, Ash, you're part of know. the problem. No. <laughs> We're not making plans to meet up. They're just like, oh, I will be at this one tonight. Just no, so you know. Right. You have to find out where somebody's going so you can actively avoid the area. <laughs> you are not a girl. You are not a girl. I you think don't... I think that's next level. You no, connect you, with that person. You, no, we don't connect. We don't connect. I you, you, you swipe and matched. No, no, no. I tell them off the bat, I'm in town with friends. I'm looking for travel recommendations. I tell them straight off the bat what I'm looking for. Travel recommendations. I mean, and then forget and Ashley Davis, they got fucking Carmen San Diego out here. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I would 
I would think coming to me with that, I, I'm just assuming <laughs> that the travel recommendations mean cool. We're both like like in New Orleans, right? Met up with separate like bachelorette and bachelor parties. It's a party city, and that was the ultimate goal. Now you're just getting travel recos from a unqualified source who's also visiting. No, well, sometimes there's locals, but I don't know. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes I've gotten great recommendations. I don't know. I mean, just... I don't want to... I don't. The reason I don't want to meet up with them in my defense is because I'm scared. I'm going to get stuck in a situation that I cannot get out of, and it's not going to end well for me. I get very scared about doing that when I travel with someone on the apps. It's different I, meeting up on an app than in life. I That's why I don't agree with, with that them. more, and I think that is... Exactly. That is very safe. Ladies, always be safe like that. I agree with that 100%. What I don't agree with is matching with somebody and coming off like Dora the Explorer, like you just want some fucking travel recommendations, like they're the goddamn hire or something. Like, that's wild to me. Like, I would be, if some girl was coming from like, even like San Fran down to LA, like, yo, like we match and they're like, yo, I'm in town for the weekend. I'm assuming, like, you are talking to me because you want to, they're just like, hey, so what are, like, the best brunch places? I'll be like, what? <laughs> okay. I totally agree. I mean, Ash, like, maybe, maybe if you update your bio specifically and say, only looking for travel recommendations, don't actually want to meet you in person, then you have free reign. You don't even have to drop it, because then that idiot didn't even check your profile out. Okay. So that's not him. Okay, well, what do you think of if the opposite happens? Because recently in LA, there's been a crap ton of guys coming in using travel mode and just like visiting and will like message back and forth, and then they leave and I'm like unmatched, or they'll like immediately just ask to like meet up for like a second. So what if the tables were turned? Like, what do you think about guys doing Are they that? asking you for travel recommendations? Uh, they want to meet up. Like, maybe I didn't get that far. I don't know. Like, are they out here like, hey, uh, you're really pretty. What are the best wings in Long Beach? Like, like, oh, my God. I had, these are some strong feelings that I didn't know for the past, like, five years that people felt on my track. I mean, I'm just saying, like Ryan said, it's all the way you package it. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> you want to roast me anymore? <laughs> I, I did not know. I'm glad that we got to cover uh, travel dating, but I was very mistaken on who the real travel dater was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I heard she's coming to Philly in a few months. Oh, shit. Gentlemen, watch out. No, okay. Again, presentation's ready, boys. <laughs> it is no. It is just from the apps. Meeting someone in real life is totally different. You get a feel for them. I mean, it's still a risk, but it's different than just like the app. They always have this like con- like mindset. It's just different. I hate apps too a bit. I'm the same. I use the apps differently. If I'm out at a bar, I will treat you very different than on the app. I'm done. Good. <laughs> Defense rest. All right. I think we're good. We covered it all. Yes. Um, all right. So to wrap up, I think we all have different views on ghosting and flaking, but I think we can all agree that the West Coast might be in general a little bit worse mm-hmm. with both <laughs> for guys and girls. 
mostly because of the distance, which I feel like that's just the crux of everything. I say that in every week's episode, but I think the distance just like adds a whole extra layer than even it sounds like New York doesn't have. Right. But then there's got to be some way around that too then, right? Like if it comes up in every in every episode and it leads to a lot of like dating dysfunctionality, like what's the fix? Like can you only date somebody in a neighborhood, like in some neighborhood? I don't know. I mean, that's what most people, I feel like it's either you're dating in your neighborhood um, or you have to be willing, you find someone you like enough that you're willing to drive. Yeah. Do the traffic. True. I mean, you got to. But, but that's what's hard. A long distance relationship. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's hard with the apps is like a lot of times too, like you're dismissed based on your distance. Like one time my friend matched with someone like not realizing where he lived and like she was so happy because now they're uh, engaged and getting married in a few a few months. So uh, yeah, so it's you have to like, it's a mental thing. So it's just how far are you willing to go? So if it's the right match, like you'll do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if, if it's not, then you will just say fuck off. I <laughs> like, I don't know. So. Love always finds but, a way. <laughs> So cute. I uh, know. I'm a romantic at heart. A romantic, romantic snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, called for Biden in the same podcast. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> 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 everything. All right. Well, thanks both again for joining. Had some laughs today. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. All right. Yeah. Bye. See ya. I'd like to thank everyone that's helped make this podcast possible, specifically Kayla McNulty that helped create the podcast, Laura Williamson, Ray Zaragoza, The Kid Inside, Ellie Bernstein, Maggie DeBerardine, and Lindsay Weiner that all helped contribute in some sort of way. You can find us on Instagram at swipeyswipewest. Send us a DM with any questions, comments, suggestions. Thank you all again for listening. Have a great rest of your week.